I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Do you know what's a real, like, treat that, for some reason, it's not one of the big hitters in this soft drink game, but actually, it's uh, massively I'm, underrated. I'm, cream soda? No. Oh. Whatever you, whatever you say is not going to be as good. <sighs> Orangina. I thought, you you were gonna give, I thought you were going to give me a tango flavour then. No. Icy lemon? No. Fruit twist? That's no. Fanta. Those Fanta flavours are too sweet. They're like a liquid sweet or um, a liquid candy. The the best thing on the internet yeah. is the Fanta Wikipedia page because there is there is the most comprehensive list of which flavours are available in which countries and they will blow your mind. Okay. I haven't got a phone or laptop anywhere near me because I'm a professional broadcaster free from distraction. All I've got is my ideas and a microphone. But in the little bit at the end of this show, I reckon we're going to get, dedicate 15 to 20 minutes to the, the Fanta Wikipedia page. So stay tuned. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage where it will be used as a scapegoat by Southern Rail for their continuing delays, despite there being no snow left on the ground. I'm Joel, a man who puts the peng in Penge West, and across from me is John Harris, a man whose short film Beget Me Not was nominated for four Oscars on Sunday night, but didn't win a single gong. Robbed. Robbed. Can you give us a... For the very, very, very small amount of us that haven't seen Beget Me Not, can you give us a brief synopsis? No, no spoilers, obviously, but just a, what, what's kind of the, the basic plotline of uh, Beget Me Not? So it's told from the point of view of a baguette. A baguette, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, so the end of the day, this uh, boulanger, he no. goes to throw out what remains of the bread. Nice. This is mostly from the point of view of a baguette in a bin. A baguette in a bin, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. But at the end... It gets mauled by some by a shrew, so it's a oh, happy ending. It's a good ending. It's a great ending. Thank you very much. And hopefully we'll be back next year with some sort of a patisserie-themed short. Oh, absolutely. And justice will be served. Yeah, it's part of a trilogy of uh, Boulanger-themed... Have you got the name filler to you? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, great stuff. Uh, John. Hello. We're here to pitch film ideas. Yeah. Uh, pitch me a film idea. What about this one from Poppy? Job interview with a vampire. That's very good. That's very yeah. good. Interview with the Vampire. I don't actually think I've seen it. Okay. In my They're, head, it yeah. gets really mixed up with the film Meet Joe Black. 
Why? What's the Joe Black? It, it's another film where people it, from the 90s where Brad Pitt wears a tuxedo. Okay. But so it's he's, confusing. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a vampire, right? I don't know. <laughs> Joe Black's a good name for a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, Interview of a Vampire is the life story of a vampire told by a vampire, a vampire. I believe. Who's the I, I saw it when I was I saw it when I was a wee-in. How Probably young? shouldn't have. Let's say 11. Is that too young? Has it has it had any lasting effect on you? No. Okay, no, fine. Clearly fine. not, because I don't remember fine, what happened. Fine. Absolutely fine. When I saw this, my thought was, it's not the vampire doing the interview. It's the vampire <laughs> being interviewed for a job. Okay, nice. So is the vampire trying to get on the straight and narrow? Maybe. And I like the idea of him doing a Google Hangout interview, Good. group yeah, interview very stage. Nice, very nice. Have you ever done a group interview? Yeah, yeah. Have you? Awful. Kind of, oh. My mind was only for a, a retech, like a job in Curry's when I was 16. And I'll be honest. Yeah, but mate. you treated it like you were going for the presidency, right? Yeah, yeah full suit and tie. <laughs> I was in there, yeah, eyeballing everyone. Yeah. Real, like, you know, the um, the Scientology power moves, like the big handshake, and that. I was doing all of that to all of the other candidates. <laughs> You're like getting dirt on them at the lunch break, ready to <laughs> come back and really just kill them all. But I got the job, so there we go. <laughs> it was 18 worth happy it. months. <laughs> Selling telly and insurance to the elderly. It was worth it for all the trauma that you caused to those other candidates. Never, you never saw hide or hair of them again in any of the shops in the Medway towns. <laughs> of course not. They were too afraid. They were too afraid. Yeah. So a vampire doing a job. In t- what would? It, we've got to be careful because he's not going to be a butcher or something. That's going to really spark him up. Yeah. Spark him up is a phrase I've just made up, and I quite like it. Oh, yeah, it's good. I th- I think it is good. Um, <laughs> they're going to ask, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" He's going to say. Looking exactly the same as I do now. Not much is going to have changed. Sorry, this uh, this reference is from the 16th century. <laughs> how did you? How do we get in touch with this person? <laughs> what would a vampire do? So, is it kind of like a Twilight situation where they're trying to interact with normal life? Yeah, I mean, I think we're yeah. focusing. I think we're focusing too much on his backstory, and I think it should just mostly about the, the hilarity that ensues from a vampire trying to get a normal job. Okay, at, okay nice. Like yeah. a Morrison's or something. Yeah, good. I like that. Uh, yeah, steering clear of the deli aisle. <laughs> it's just they just catch him in the back room, just gorging on like steaks, raw steaks and stuff. <laughs> Although that's once he's got the job, we're True, supposed to yeah. be focusing yeah. on the interview. There could be some fun stuff as well, where he he kills a few candidates in the job interview and they don't come back, stuff like that. Yeah, nice. Uh, what about the LinkedIn profile of a vampire? That's what I need to know more about. <laughs> <laughs> what would you endorse a vampire for? <laughs> People skills? Have they got, have they got people no, skills? No, no, no. no, 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 they no, no. They're very, skills. very solitary. Independent worker. <laughs> Do you ever... Sometimes, I barely use LinkedIn. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a LinkedIn kind of I've guy. I've not dated mine in about five years. But I've, def- I've recently got emails where people have been like, James has endorsed you for Microsoft Office. And I think, who's, who's nowadays <laughs> going, yeah, I can imagine, imagine you did a job interview and you, they, they, you didn't put Microsoft Office on your CV and you got to the job and they're like, so this is Word? And you're like, what? What? <laughs> What is this? What is this? Spread sheet. Um, Yeah, so that's job interview of a vampire. Good, I enjoyed it. What have you got, Joel? Uh, This one's from Emma. It's a combination of two highly well-reviewed Oscar-bait films, uh, Lady Birdman. (laughs) I like it. So I don't know know if it's uh, literally a superhero who's a ladybird. Yeah. I don't really know what the ladybird's special powers are, apart from... If they've got a weird amount of dots or they're not red, being maybe poisonous. Was that a story that went around? Was that a rumour that went around your childhood? Yeah. And there was a yellow one every so often, wasn't there? And a, a, sometimes a black one with red spots. Oh, yeah. That's rogue. the sexiest. That's the sexiest lady. That's mode. the villain. Whatever. That's definitely, yeah, whatever the villain, whatever whatever the film turns out to be, 
<laughs> the villain will be a giant ladybird. So when I was a kid, I lived in fear of ladybirds that weren't red. It's quite. It's basically like ladybird racism because you're. T- I I was convinced that all other forms of ladybird were poisonous. So but I, I bet nowhere on planet Earth has a ladybird ever been a cause of death for another, for a human being. There's no way. I reckon it's probably the most harmless insect. Don't the Americans call them ladybugs? They do. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so, what's that film called? Why is it called Ladybird? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why does she know what that word is? I'm. Bruh. Hang on. Hmm. I was actually thinking the other day about what animals haven't been tapped for. The Did you think about superhero. the Ladybird? No, I didn't. And so hmm. I'm. I'm excited. But it does seem like there's the wasp, and she is Evangeline Lilly plays her, and she can turn small and fly, which yeah. kind of is what I'd imagine the Ladybird's powers are. Mostly. Yeah, wasps are more threatening, aren't they? Yeah, the Ladybird. There's a lot of insects that probably haven't been done because of the fact the that... The boring? Woodlouse? Yeah. <laughs> the moth? Actually, woodlouse would be pretty good. The woodlouse. Roll himself Rolling, up into the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, but they're more likely to call themselves the armadillo because that's a cooler name mm. and a better shell. Yeah. I don't think we got enough out of the uh, fact that in England we call them ladybirds. In America they call them ladybugs. That film, by the by, because that's confused me slightly. Yeah. But also, that's one of the few times that I'm going to be like, fair play, America. You're, you've gone with a more accurate description of yeah, what's that happening. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Why are they gendered, though? I assume they're not gendered. They're just... They're only female ones. Have you never met a man bird? <laughs> a man bug? Um, that is a good point. A manly bird. A manly bird. A manly bird. Um, I'm just thinking of an actual bird with like big arms and abs. Don't think about that. Because cause ultimately, <laughs> that's what society has decided that to be manly, you have to have abs. So for yeah. this bird to so be manly. So neither of us are manly. No. Nothing like it. No. Um, back, back to woodlice. Sorry. <laughs> um, what did you call them as a kid? Pea bug? Because there's some people that call them like cheesy bugs. And I've never understood. What? Yeah. Have you never heard this? No. Cheesy bug. Yeah. The cheesy bug. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know what the origin is. Because like a maggot, you could imagine calling a cheesy bug, because that's like a thing that happens in cheese sometimes. Yeah, that's very true. No, have you never heard? Do you call it a pea bug? No. You just called it. You probably called it the fucking Latin for whatever it was. (laughs) I just called it a woodlouse, mate. Oh, pea bug. Tweet (laughs) us. Tweet us. What did you call woodlice as kids? Um, One we're we're clearly overlooking here, John. Yeah. We're talking about creatures that haven't been turned into a hero or villain. Yeah. The earwig, the most terrifying looking bug. You know they always say they always say. Not a single deadly animal in the UK. But I was, again, told as a child, I don't know who was telling me, like, uh, like these old wives' tales, but they would burrow into your skull and eat your brain. Is that why they're an earwig? Yeah, they, they sit on the ear. top of your ear for a bit. No, they go into the ear. No, but to be oh, the like wig, just wig. for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> disguise. You think, oh, it's just a bit of my hair with pincers. <laughs> it's that wig I've got. And then when that. you're asleep, it just creeps into the ear, eats your brain. <laughs> eats your brain. They were a real genuine threat as a child. Um <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? They yeah, were. the nineties. The night, you know, it was uh, before nine eleven. The earwig was the scariest thing facing modern society. The nineties was mad cow disease, foot and mouth disease, foot and mouth earwigs. Yeah, earwigs. It's the most, rise and rise of the earwig. It was mostly uh, large field-based animals and earwigs. Mostly earwigs, and there must have been some sort of government operation to get rid of the earwig because I've not seen one in a long time. When was the last time you saw an earwig? Let us know. It's a cover-up, and at some point in the future, as some sort of way to curtail the population, they'll reintroduce earwigs into the populace. Terrifying. Just kill us all. Maybe Theresa May is a collection of earwigs. Don't tell anyone. Right, so Ladybird versus the (laughs) earwig. Nice, there you go. Yeah, I'll take it. Perfect. Give us another film. Before I say this one, Joel, I've got a caveat that this... I feel like, politically, we might be on uh, dangerous dangerous tides here but 
please remember that this is a statement purely for the facilitation of a pun. Is it Idiomean Girls? <laughs> No, but I like it. <laughs> Jamie has come up with this tastelessly named school-based action movie, Class Warfare. <laughs> good, that's good. That's good. I mean, if they can literally call a thing at the start of Fast and Furious the race war, then all bets are off. What? There's a bit at the start of one of the Fast and Furious films where they race cars around. <laughs> they call it the race It's war. called the race war. Fucking hell. <laughs> all right, Class Warfare it is. Yeah, Class Warfare, is, that's pretty tame. Yeah, and I just imagine that it's like, it's a bit like Recess. Right, that's the that's the level we're going at. Yeah, yeah, okay. Kids nice, versus teachers. Nice. Yeah, good. To- maybe it's told from the point of view of kids, and they're locked into the school, and they realise that the, all the teachers are evil, demon headmaster vibe, but it's a kind of fun knockabout food fight, yeah. rulers and rubbers kind of warfare. Nice. I mean, that's it, really, isn't it? I don't think there's much more we can do with that. No, not really. Did your school have any rival schools that ever um, yeah. ever erupted into like a fight? Mm, no, we were all too pathetic. But one, I remember one time it like we were all in a park and it nearly kicked off. But I mean, I probably had already left by the time it nearly kicked off. Yeah, you, I you, smelt it yeah, coming from a mile away. You some sort of some sort of trouble, and you thought oh, I'd probably head off home. I saw one kid glance at another kid, and I yeah, thought, "That's me. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out." Too threatened. A glance. Yeah. No thanks. I think he had an earwig in his pocket and everything. So. <laughs> nah, uh, don't joke about that. Um, <laughs> We had we had a rival school. Okay, and there was some sort of. There was some Can we have the names thing. of the schools, please? Do you want the names of the yeah. schools? All right. There was uh, the math school, which is the school I went to. The math school. Yeah, that's what it was called. Did it specialise in maths? Well, yeah. When it was opened in like seventeen hundreds. Amazing. The full title is the Sir Joseph Williamson's Mathematical School. Yes, please. Yeah, it's a grammar school in Kent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the rival school was the Thomas Aveling School. <sighs> Yeah, fucking mate, fucking absolute ourselves. Anyway, but anyway, there was some sort of uh, moped theft. I can't remember who stole the moped from who. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a serious deal. Mm. Um, and I would, no joke, I would say that on one day after school, about two hundred Thomas Aveling students came to the school. Whoa! Like ready to fight every people from my school they could see. It was mad, and they like stormed the gates. And my design technology teacher closed the gate on about fifty kids as. Have you ever seen are you a Game of Thrones fan? No. Okay, for Game of Thrones fan listening, think Hodor holding mm. the door. It was like that. And he was like getting punched as he was shutting the gate. It was crazy. That's what the kind of class warfare it? I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. A I, guy I was walking home with just got lamped and he fell on the floor. What? It was great. Someone oh, hit yeah. him with a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. That's class warfare. Yeah. Oh, mate. Honestly, I, I just feeling all nostalgic now for school. It's great. They were like climbing on buses. Amazing. What oh. a day. It was a great day. Being a teenager was weird. It was Wouldn't weird. do it again. <laughs> would you not do it again? I would no, actually. I, I would to do it just to be a bit better. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? I'd, make some impro- I'd make some pretty yeah. stark improvements, yeah. Anyway, let's not focus too much on that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. 
Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, would you like another film idea? Mm-hmm. The Phantom Menace Thread. Yeah. Good. There's a tailor on Tatooine. Yeah. I haven't seen Phantom Thread. No, neither have I. Cool. Fine. He's a fashion designer. Yeah. Apparently there's an amazing sequence where he orders breakfast. That's what I know. Yeah. It's breakfast and dress themed. Yeah. yeah. What's the Phantom Menace missing? Breakfast. <laughs> Not enough breakfast to chat. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. What's, Pad- what's Padme having for her, uh, her breakfast, do you think? I don't know. What would what, It's probably like, I think I've said this before, but mostly blue milk based stuff. That's all we know about the nutritions of the people a lot of blue of milk. the Star Wars world. It's it has a lot of blue milk. They have yeah. milk, but it's blue. Anyway, so the Phantom Menace thread. Yeah. Jedis need better robes because they keep getting caught indoors. Perfect. That's great. So they hire Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis in a Star Wars film. What would he do to method that? To method sci-fi? Uh, He'd probably just go to space, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. He'd probably chat to Elon Musk. Come on, mate. Send me to space. He's actually in that in that Tesla. Heading to Mars <laughs> right Imagine now. that! Daniel Day-Lewis is in the Tesla <laughs> for his next role, which is going to be a mad space up for a film because because he the says first he's man to method space because <laughs> he said that he's given up acting but actually yeah, he's living on the moon just deployed <laughs> to do some method Daniel, right now you won't see him at, you, that's why you didn't see him at the oscars you think you saw him but it was mm. a it was a lookalike because right now daniel delace is living on the moon <laughs> he thinks no one's done it justice yet he's like han solo's walking around like he owns the place but harrison ford had never been to space he was yeah. a carpenter before that role you know how does that prepare you for light speed travel well, it simply doesn't, Joel. It absolutely does not. So, they, remember in... It's actually it's happened in both rugby and football. They've gone from baggier, more cumbersome clothing yep. to nice. the kind of like sleek... You're thinking Jedi's in wetsuits, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've been thinking that for a while now. <laughs> so, Why do Jedi's wear such baggy clothing? It's ridiculous. They're doing flips and tricks and exactly. stuff. Exactly. So, like, uh, like they say in The Incredibles, no capes, but... In this, it's just like robes. Why robes. would you fight in it's a mad. robe? Absolutely madness. If you could pick anything to fight in, if you had no. to, you had to go toe to toe with Darth Maul. Talk me through your outfit. Wetsuit, budgie smugglers, budgie, just nothing else to distract him. That um, yeah, that would be uh, quite a sight. So you're you're the speedo Jedi. <laughs> yeah. That's all you wear. <laughs> where, where, question for you, John. Where do you put your lightsaber? Oh, it's got like a maybe don't utility want you to belt that. on top of it. Right. I'm not going to put it in the front. Well, that would be. Incredibly intimidating. It would, wouldn't it? <laughs> but, then, but then you take it out <laughs> to fight, and they're like, oh. oh, it's your lightsaber. <laughs> Is that a lightsaber in your pants? Or are you just having to see Also, Speedo, maybe slightly too close to Greedo, but it does sound like it could be a, a Jedi name. Speedo. Yeah. So, yeah, so Qui Gon Jin, 
he's uh, he's in a full wetsuit, so he's got. But yeah. Obi, he's gone for the budgie he's smuggling, the right? Yeah, so uh, that's even better when they go to the Gungan underworld. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. We are absolutely smashing. Why this. do they wear such cumbersome robes? That's the biggest problem with Phantom Menace because they're doing flips and tricks and. It's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, so Daniel Day-Lewis revolutionises Jedi attire. Yeah. And they defeat the Empire. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And so Qui-Gon doesn't even die at the end of the first film now. Yeah. Because he's sleek. Because he's so immobile. Yeah. Yeah. He's so agile. <laughs> they they make mincemeat of Darth Maul in seconds. <laughs> it's Because Darth Maul's outfit's pretty skin tight. Uh, no, he's also wearing black robes, isn't he? They're not that roby, though, because mm. he chucks off the robe. And then he's in that tighter... So what we haven't Vader's said... Vader's perfect if he wasn't wearing the cape. What per, what point does the cape serve? So what... what, what well, how weird would Darth Vader look capeless? He would look stupid. He'd look so weird. But the thing is, so what we didn't say is... Because obviously, as you saw, he does take... He does whip off the robe... Yep. ...to reveal slightly sleeker clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis is a gun for hire. He works for both sides. Yeah, that's... The, yeah, the yeah, Rebel yeah, Alliance. Yeah. Or so maybe he used to work for the Empire and he left. Mm. And now he makes clothes exclusively for the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, there we go. Solved Star Wars. What a great film idea! Finally, right? Would you like one from one more from me, just quick? Please. This one's from Lem. It's called Slasher. It's a horror film starring the Guns N' Roses guitarist. <laughs> good. He's, is he the the villain or the the good guy? Oh, he's the uh, the the. Come on! Imagine that silhouette. That is a genuine because it's all it's slightly Babadook esque. He is really ba- Babadook esque, isn't he? Yeah. And, ima- and I could just imagine, you, you know, you're going to sleep, you turn off the light. That's quite scary, coming in echoing. Yeah, it is quite scary. Welcome yeah. to the jungle. That's the tagline. <laughs> Although, like, loads of films have already used I think yeah, that Jumanji used Jumanji the 2 is called Welcome to the Jungle, yeah. No one's ever called the rock version of Jumanji, Jumanji 2. I don't think anyone's ever done that, have they? Mm. It's just called Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. It is, yeah. You called it Jumanji too. Too Manji. <laughs> That's what I've been calling it. <laughs> this is like when I insisted on in calling Despicable Me 3, Despicable 3. Yeah. Despite their insistence on not calling it that. Idiots, mate. Absolute idiots. So that's that. Slasher. There you go. It's good. I like it. Should we move on to ours? Does it kill people with a guitar? Yeah, that's a, a great weapon. Got a knife isn't it? in the end of it. It's called an axe, mate. It's called an axe. Uh, yeah, it's already called an axe. Death by axe. I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on this one because it's such a good idea. We're going to be taking that one to Hollywood, separate to this. Podcast. Does he melt people's faces off with his riffs? It writes itself. It's written itself. It's written, yeah. which is lucky because we couldn't write it. <laughs> um, right? Should we do our own ideas? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's going to go first? I'll go first. So we talked about vampires earlier on. Interview with the vampire. We did. Yeah. Transit Van Helsing. <laughs> a modern retelling yeah a modern retelling a bloke or or he's in the past and he's got a transit van somehow <laughs> <laughs> just somehow managed to get a transit van from the future it's a plumber called Mick oh yeah he goes he gets made redundant yeah I'm riffing all of this by the way so <laughs> I couldn't tell stick with me he gets made redundant yeah uh, the next day he gets a call saying there's a big contract job for him in uh, Romania and he's like interesting okay you know I'm, most of my planning has been done in the Barking and Dagnum areas up until now but mm. I'm out of work got to send my kids to uni yeah we're going to go to Romania for three months to do this big job can't afford the flight <laughs> drives there in his transit yeah Transylvania how transit, much of the film Romania. is the, the journey <laughs> it'll just do the Indiana Jones style map oh. red line but the transit van 
Oh, and not like real ma- time. And like madness, one step beyond us, we'll be playing. Yeah, 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 cool, cool. So he drives to Romania, and he's only got to do the bloody plumbing at um, Dracula's house, which is called, I don't know. Is it? Is that a thing? Has it got a name? I don't know. Yeah. His big mansion in Transylvania. Yeah, yeah, you know the one. We've all uh, seen it, on top of a hill. Before you know it, he's mm. running around Romania killing all the vampires. Cool. So I am actually, so this, I like it. Thanks, I'm mate. just trying to think of the plotting of this film. Yeah. So it's not actually Dracula who invited him to do the big job, despite that's what he thinks. Yeah, it is Dracula. But, but why would he invite him to come kill him? Because he doesn't know, no, because he's not, he isn't Van Helsing to begin with, he's just a plumber. Right. And Dracula can't get anyone in Romania to do the plumbing. Because they all know he's a vampire. Because they all know he's a vampire. So he just looks for, you know, he looks in the phone book, uh, the Essex phone book for a plumber. Yeah. And he finds Mick's name. Because he knows that the plumbers of Essex probably aren't tapped into the Romanian Tapped in, very good. Um, (laughs) Exactly, so he just gets him out there. So... On a short-term contract to fi- fix the pipe. So my thought would be that he gets called to do the plumbing there and it's not by Dracula. It's right, by okay. his like long-lost cousin, who's also Van Helsing, who knows that he's like the prophecy to kill wow, Dracula. Nice. I like and that. then he get- continues going on, killing the rest of all the vampires in Romania. Great. And that's the first film. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry there's loads of countries in Europe and there's a lot of vampires there's a lot of vampires for Mick to so slay. Mick Van Helsing will be Transit Van Helsing I really like it thanks mate thanks would you like mine yeah oh yeah so the other day I was thinking have you seen all the gnome films I'm sick of them Gnomeo and Juliet yeah later this year Sherlock Gnomes it's two is too too many so what I was yeah. thinking Joel we get them all sorted now so that they can stop making them great so so Proactive. far yeah, exa- exactly. I like it, I like it. Gnome alone. Good, good, Child good, Child gnome gets stuck in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gnome people break in. Gnome. Gnome <laughs> hilarity ensues, right? Gnome would bound. Nice. Dog gnomes? Yeah. What's the dog equivalent <laughs> of a gnome? Dog gnomes, right. Tiny dogs head home. It's also a pun on home. Don't worry, I've got one more that I'm really happy with. Mm-hmm. The gnomen, right? So, woman gives birth to yeah. a gnome son of the devil. Good. <laughs> the gnome devil. The gnome devil. Because they've got their own religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The gnomon. The gnomon. That's very good. Well done, mate. Um, I, I really like the gnomon. I think that could be fun. Maybe she buy, Maybe she doesn't give birth to it. That's a bit silly. He buys. She buys a gnome. It looks fine. It's like an adorable child gnome. But then suspicious things start happening around her house. Shit. And then all the other gnomes die in her garden. <laughs> that, how would you... I don't, like a, and there's like an exorcism of the gnome. Joel, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah. You're going to be really shocked to hear this. I haven't seen any of the other two gnome films. I mean, one's not even out. It's not like I'm yeah, getting yeah. screeners. Well, I imagine I imagine it's just the... Um, I don't think anyone's getting screeners. <laughs> I imagine it's just the, the, the story of those things, but as told by gnomes. Yeah. So, okay, fine. So are these existing in worlds where humans don't exist? That's that's the thing that I need to know. Or is it a Toy si- Story scenario? It's a Toy Story scenario, yeah. Cool, fine. So she wakes I, up... I mean, I also haven't seen this. Yeah. Let's say it's Toy Story vibes. Yeah. So she wakes up the next... The, the lady wakes up the next day and all of the other gnomes in her garden have been smashed up and he's just stood in the middle. I like it. All still and evil. I like it. And then things start happening to her child, dog, coat, goat. Her coat? What happens to her coat? <laughs> 
<laughs> she gets a hole. Oh in no, it. there's a hole in it. There's a hole. It's such a nice coat. And she knows for a fact that there are no moths in the house. It's not a single moth because <laughs> so, of all the mothballs she has. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it can't be that. It couldn't be a moth. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? Her, At, her nice coat. And she's only worn it once. Oh, that's a shame. And she definitely didn't snag it anywhere, so she knows it wasn't... No, she was very careful not to snag it. Because <laughs> it's her favourite brand fa- new coat. It's her brand new favourite coat. Winter coat as well. It's going to be a cold winter. <laughs> and there's already a hole There's it. already a great big hole in it. <laughs> and and that's, when, that's when the line is crossed and she knows it's the, the gnome in the garden. Who yeah, did it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something about it. There's a gnome-shaped hole <laughs> with a little pointy hat. <laughs> and a fishing rod. It's like the perfect silhouette of Yeah, it. perfect silhouette of a gnome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to know how he made that hole. I, I just like the idea of it. Um, and then, and then what's what's the twist at the end? Don't know. Have you seen the omen? Nope. Me neither. Uh, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. Oscar. Who's Oscar? <laughs> He's the guy who directed the oh, film. Cool. He's great. Really good. Yeah, single named. <laughs> it's like the Amazing. Madonna of directing. The Madonna of directing. Right, that brings us to the end of another episode of The Dream Factory, and what an episode it was, I'm sure you'll agree. Anyway, we know it's time to leave the studio, because there is a rat-tat-tat at the studio door. And we're not it's not actually a recording we've got, we've actually booked the place for another hour. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's Vlad who's come here for an interview, so come on in, Vlad. Vlad, when I promised you a stake in the company, this isn't what I meant. <laughs> Right, John. Hello, mate. It's time, it's time for a deep dive. I mean, the the listeners barely listened to the episode waiting for this bit. Yeah, they don't care. They fast-forwarded, <laughs> I think, I imagine, waiting to hear that end credits music. Um, John. Yes, mate. How many flavours of Fanta do you think there are worldwide? Think about how many there are in the UK. How many, fa- many flavours can you name? Uh, I think there's four on the shelves in the UK, right? Mm, yeah, about Fruit four. Fruit Twist. Yeah. Ice... No, what's it called? The lemony one. Obviously, there's Fanta, and there's a purple one, isn't there? Dark fruits. There's a yeah, whole yeah, d- purple yeah. one. I think that's all we've got. Yeah. So, As- what would you say globally? The problem is because you're asking me, you're putting me on the spot, and then it, you know that thing happens when you go, "Oh, look at this bargain I got," and it, guess how much it cost? And they say fifty p. Yeah. Like, it was nine ninety nine? You prick. Obviously, it wasn't fifty p. Uh, so, I'm going to try and be relatively conservative and say fifty. There are over a hundred flavours of Fanta available worldwide. Amazing. Strap in. So there is there is the there's the Fanta Wikipedia page, which is fine, right? Yeah. It's a pretty decent page. But it links to a page entitled International Availability of Fanta. Here we go. Here's a project, John. You yeah. and I travel the world trying every flavour of Fanta. I don't even like Fanta that much, but I'll, I'll... How no no you don't know that. <laughs> there's ninety six flavours you haven't tried. <laughs> I've actually only tried uh, so yeah, essentially I've tried four percent. Of so Fanta's output. There's 96 flavours you haven't tried, including from Croatia. The flavour, Madness. <laughs> I assume they endorse it. So there's literally no other information. You can't click through to what that flavour is. So in Croatia, you can get orange, lemon, which was only made available in June 2010, shikata, and Madness. What's shikata? Don't know, mate. Can't tell you. Elderflower lemon. Sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, madness is... What's going on with Madness. What is the maddest flavour of soft drink? <laughs> I you don't know. How, how would you make a soft drink mad? <laughs> it's just I, just, I don't think I can do it, Joel. Any Croatians out there? Yeah, please, please send, send us, us a bottle, bottle of madness. Yeah. Oh, what I would give. 
Mate, Japan, the Japanese are perverts for Fanta. Oh, well, are they also, they are absolute connoisseurs of crazy flavours in everything. Yeah, including uh, Funky Lemon. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm just going to, I'm basically going to give you a rap quickly. Yeah, yeah. Like fire, at the end of an episode list. of Pokemon where they say all the names of yeah. Pokemon. Are you ready for the yeah. Japanese flavours of Fanta? Cassis, melon, fun mix, club, lemon, honey lemon, yuzu, melon cream, grape, golden grape, grapefruit, pineapple, orange, pine fruit, peach, fruit punch, sweetie, strawberry cream, green apple, apple, zero cider, hip hop, apple mix, strawberry, tropical punch, muscat, squash punch, watermelon, clear pineapple, golden pineapple, green muscat, clear peach, lychee, funky lemon, fruity grapefruit, white peach, golden apple, tropical fruit, tangerine, la France, white peach, <laughs> somomo, white strawberry, winter apple, amino cider, fruity melon, sweet grapefruit, vitamin C, smash, anzu, kiwi, ultra lemon, clear apple, R18, white banana, party mix, muscat and apple, Ishiko Cream, Shawata Peach, Fantastic Five, Chili Tangerine, Tropical Mango, The Mystery Fruit, Genius Energy, <laughs> Snow Squash, Momo, Ume, Nashi, Moo Moo White, Mellow Muscat, Mellow La France, Mellow Pineapple, Mellow Lychee, Mellow Astriola, Mellow Mango, Mellow Apple. Now, bear all of that in mind. Are you still listening? Bear all of that in mind that they retired Raspberry in 2006. <laughs> Right. Ah, we can't. This is this is too much. This is too much. We've, we've really crossed the yeah. line with raspberry. Around the same time, they introduced ultra lemon. <laughs> so, <laughs> how lemony? How lemon can that be? So yeah, I was a big fan of ultra lemon. Uh, La France, obviously. I'm intrigued. <laughs> what, what does it taste like? Also, I appreciate. So right, I kind of stopped listening after you said oh, melon mate. cream, amino cider. <laughs> That's not a thing you want to drink, is it? No. Also, I'm pretty sure early on you said fun mix, and then later on you said party mix. Yes. <laughs> What's hip-hop flavour? <laughs> but like, oh, uh, make sure you get fun mix, and then you come home with party mix, and they say, no, I said Go back to the fun shop. mix. Go back to the Fanta shop, but it's just too stressful. <laughs> they stopped raspberry 12 years ago. I think, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I would... Uh, Imagine going to a Fanta shop with all those options. I think it would be like option paralysis and you'd you'd stand there till the end of time not knowing which flavour to go for. Well, I want a campaign to have a, a Fanta store next to the M&M shop. What's one called Vitamin Smash? <laughs> vitamin C Smash. It doesn't have all oh, the vitamins in it. Just Vitamin C. Uh, well, that, I mean... That's Come on. All, that's all I wanted in life, Joe. You don't want to have a little go on that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you uh, live in any of those countries where uh, rarefied brands of Fanta exist, please send them in. John will pay the postage and packaging, um, and we'll try them live on air. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.